Hello, I'm Sarah Landon, and I'm so happy to welcome you to the Journey of the Master podcast. This podcast was created to guide you to remember the infinite wisdom that lies within you, to reconnect to the master that you already are, and to realize yourself as creator within your own creation of reality. For more free resources and information on our books, courses, and master's class program, please visit sarahlandon.com. I hope you enjoy this episode of Journey of the Master. All right, everybody, we're going to go ahead and start here in just a moment. Thank you for joining us today for our first YouTube live experience. Uh, we're calling this fun Friday fireside chat. And I'm so happy to have Sarah Elizabeth here joining us for this conversation today. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get started in just a minute. Mark, I got a little background noise. Maybe it was on Sarah's phone. All right, we're good to go. All right, Sarah Elizabeth, are you there? I am. Hi, Sarah. Right. So glad to be Hello. here today. Hello. I'm so happy you are here with us. Are you ready to get started? Let's do it. All right, everybody. So we are going to go ahead and get started. Mark, if you want to go ahead and uh, if we are recording on Zoom as well, we'll go ahead and get started. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our very first episode of this fun Friday fireside chat. I'm Sarah Landon, and joining me today is Sarah Elizabeth, and we're so happy you're here today. In this episode, or this month, we are talking about inviting in more magic and miracles into your life. And who doesn't want more magic and miracles in your life? So I'm so excited to have this conversation today. And if you are new to this work, we're going to give you a little bit of an overview of this work that we do, uh, and as well as having this discussion about inviting more magic and miracles into your life. And so I want to introduce you all to Sarah Elizabeth, who is part of our team, uh, one of our superstars on our team who is also a student of this work and an absolute master at living and integrating the profound wisdom and teachings of the council in her life. And if you're new to this work, we'll also explain to you what the council is. But I want to introduce you all right now, if you don't know Sarah Elizabeth, and give you an opportunity to meet her. So Sarah Elizabeth, welcome. Thank you so much, Sarah. It's funny because every time I hear you say something like that, I think, oh yeah, she is talking about me, an absolute master. I guess that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You know, we, we really are, each and every one of us, most of us have just identified as these humans that we know as who we are and we think we are sort of our faults or the things that aren't good enough yet or the things we still think we need to do. But deep down, understanding and remembering that within each and every one of us is a master that is here to live your life to the fullest, to love fully, and to be all that you are in the world. And so, Sarah, Elizabeth, thank you for being here. Glad to be here, Sarah. And thank you all to everyone who's joining us. I saw South Africa and all kinds of things popping up on the chat. Welcome, everybody. We are so happy that you're here. It is a Sarah party, as another Sarah said. But it's a party for all of us and certainly entering into the miracle zone, as someone else had said, such a beautiful idea of entering into the zone of magic and miracles, especially as we approach some holidays. Yes, absolutely. And so while this is our first episode and our first call, we're going to be doing this on a consistent basis with a different theme and a topic every time. And so if you are not already subscribed to our YouTube channel, be sure to subscribe and to like this video and our other videos if you like it. And in the future, you will get uh, a notification directly when we do live videos like this or when we launch new videos. So I, I think it would be really good, Sarah Elizabeth, just to take a moment and explain this work for anybody who's new to our, our work and our team, uh, the SarahLandon.com team, and explain what the council is as well. Because if you have never heard of the council or if you've never heard of channeling and it might be sort of new to you, the first thing I'd want to do is demystify that a bit and, and help everybody understand when we're referring to words like channeling or the council, what we're talking about. Absolutely. And I think that it's always fun to have this opportunity to, to share 
And it never, I never have a plan for this, just so everyone is clear. I'm just going to kind of explain by whatever comes to mind, which is a bit like what channeling really is. It's just opening up to your full potential and your inspiration and allowing yourself to speak from a space of whether you want to call that divine inspiration or absolute clarity, or you don't give it a label at all. It's being an open vessel for whatever wants to flow from source, God, creator, the divine, whatever word you choose or don't choose to put on it to flow through you. And so the council is a collective group that Sarah channels of, well, I was going to say that they're sort of higher consciousness and they are higher consciousness, divine beings in non-physical, but to say that they are in non-physical only is a bit silly because they tell us all the time, we are you and you are us. You are us in physical form. How could we not be also physical? How could we only be purely non-physical? And so they're a collective of higher consciousness that Sarah has masterfully allowed to begin to flow through her and speak in words that she uses to translate their energy um, and express to us to answer our questions and take us further. So to talk about what this work is, it's an exploration of you, in my opinion. It's an exploration of who you really are, what your po uh, potential and possibilities are, what you can bring to this world, to your life, for you, for others, for whatever it might be that your heart desires, your soul desires. So I would say if you're new or not, just open up, have fun, and let's invite in some magic and miracles today. Thank you, Sarah Elizabeth. I'd like to share with people a little bit of how this work began and just a, a, a brief overview. But I, like many of you, I was in a professional capacity in the corporate world, working, doing all the things I thought I was supposed to do. And I was raised very Christian in a very traditional Christian family, but always very open to spirituality and had some wonderful influences in my life who opened me up to spirituality at a very young age. And I read a lot of books and I had read a lot of the, the sort of bestsellers that you probably see out there of spiritual works, but I still had a lot of questions and I didn't really have the answers or didn't know where to really find those answers. And through a very spontaneous experience that happened uh, when my brother died in a car accident, I walked into his viewing. I sat down on a chair in a very cold, emotional, heavy, very sad room. And after a few minutes of sitting there with my family, I had this experience that can only be described as a feeling of liquid love that just started at the top of my head and went through my whole body. And I was warm, I was in peace, I felt love all around me. And I heard as clear as day, my brother say over my shoulder, I'm still here. I'm just not in there. And I said, back in my head, where are you? And he said, I'm just as here as I ever was. I just left the density of the body. And when someone leaves the body, they're at a rate of vibration that you in physical human form can't interpret with your eyesight or your hearing because of the frequency or the vibration someone is at. And he continued to explain that that's what we all are. We are vibration, we are frequency, and we are consciousness and we come from consciousness. And while this was all very foreign to me, not something I had ever heard before, my incredible love for my brother allowed me to stay very, very open and desirous of this connection with him in his newfound state of no longer being here in physical form. And so after a few moments or minutes, I'm not even really sure how long it was of this conversation and this love and this absolute peace and liquid love that was all around me, he receded and I was back in the room. And this was my very first interaction with communicating with someone in spirit form or on the other side. And I truly believe had it not been my brother and someone I so deeply loved that I wouldn't have probably continued to be curious about that connection. So over many years, I continued to have that experience. I then started waking up in the middle of the night with this writing, which I now know is called automatic writing or channeled writing that was just flowing through me. 
And then at one point in time, I had an experience through a deep meditation where I was connecting into my higher self in a guided meditation. And I had all these questions that I wanted to ask of my higher self or spirit. And much to my surprise in this meditation, these answers started coming through me, not from my brain, because these were not answers to questions I knew, but came through me from a higher level of consciousness and awareness. And over the next many years, what became my role in this work was practicing that vibration, practicing holding the space for that level of consciousness and trusting and allowing this wisdom to come through. In addition to that, I began to realize that these were the answers that I had been looking for all of my adult life to questions like, who are we and why are we here? And what is our highest potential and how do we live it? And what is my purpose? And I never ever could have imagined that those answers would be coming through me. And so I became a student of the wisdom that came through and I applied it in my life and it changed my life in the most extraordinary ways. And now I am so grateful, fast forward many years later, that I get to do this work with uh, many other beautiful masters all over the world who are students and way showers and leaders who are out there integrating this work in their own life uh, and living their highest potential. To me, that is, if you were to ask me, what is this all about? It is the wisdom and the guidance to live your highest potential for your life. And so when we refer to the council, that is the collective of higher level consciousness that comes through with the wisdom and the guidance to live our highest potentials. So hopefully that helps to demystify channeling. Uh, many times people ask me questions about what it's like or what I experienced. Do I remember it? I do. I experience it from a much, much, much higher level of awareness. And I'll tell you that awareness is just pure love. No matter what someone's question is, no matter what they come to the council with, the state of consciousness that I experience when I am receiving their wisdom or their answering questions for someone through me is the most loving, caring, absolutely peaceful energy, and there's no judgment ever no judgment from their side ever, no matter what someone comes to the council with. And so it's a beautiful, beautiful experience to have. And I'm so grateful to do this work. And one of the things they always tell us is magic and miracles are natural. The more you notice them, the more you shift your perspective to open up and invite in magic and miracles in your life, the more incredible your life will be. And so that is what we we're talking about today. Most certainly. And for anyone who's just joining us or who, especially someone who is new to Sarah, I just want to reiterate what she was saying about being a student of the work. That's one of the things that I found most interesting when I found Sarah or the council found me or however you want to say that. If you're drawn here, you're drawn here for a reason. I saw someone say on our chat that he, he now realizes he's drawn here because his brother died in a farming accident. And mm -hmm. He's been feeling his presence or something like that. Forgive me, I'm paraphrasing. Um, but you might be drawn for any number of reasons. So you can come in and just allow yourself to be open and receive whatever it is that is, is reaching for you as much as you're reaching for it. And Sarah was reaching for all of this that she didn't even necessarily realize she was asking for. And then the answer started flowing through her. So um, to, to know that she is a student of the wisdom and is always, always um, striving to live it more deeply, more fully and enjoying all of it for herself. Um, it's something that we also practice very much within our master's class community. It's very different. And if you're not familiar with the master's class, you can learn more at sarahlandon.com. But I'm seeing many of our master's class members on our chat today joining us here on the live stream. Welcome. We're so glad you're here um, and joining us for all these conversations. We do regular integration calls where Sarah talks about how she's applying this wisdom in her own life. So if you've been looking for a community where 
you can not only learn, but also learn how to integrate. That's a big difference between this work that Sarah and the council do and what, and I hesitate to even call it work, the fun, the exploration and consciousness that Sarah and the council do. And for, for my experience, it's very different from what I had been across before, even though the wisdom is profound and there are many, many amazing things, books and teachers across the globe. Yeah, thank you for that, Sarah Elizabeth. I, I truly feel such a deep sense of dedication to sharing transparently and openly and in, in hopefully fun ways how I practice and live this wisdom because you know we've all read the books. We've all read the books out there and you can have all of the information, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't really change your life until you apply it in your life. And one of the things that I think is so important is when we really understand that it is our perspective and the way we're perceiving ourselves and the world around you, the world around each and every one of us, that is what is creating your reality. And so the more you raise your awareness, the more you raise your consciousness, you, don't, you might not have any idea why you were drawn to this conversation today, but there just might be a feeling, a resonance with the vibration or the love or the conversation that we're having today that for some reason you just knew you were meant to hear it, whatever that is. And so just know truly to our friend who uh, uh, lost his brother in a farming accident, just know that there is a source that is aware of you. There is guidance that is always available to you and that your brother is never gone. He is just in a rate of vibration still here as he ever was. You just have to perceive him in a different place to continue to have a relationship with him, which you can. And in my experience, you can have even a deeper relationship because time, space, geography no longer separates you. They are in the fullness of all that they are, and they see you for the fullness of all that you are. And I know for many people, when we come to this place of asking ourselves the question, who am I and why am I here? And what is my purpose and how do I live it? We often come to that question when we've experienced some sense of loss, whether it's a death of a loved one that starts us questioning and asking these bigger questions, or a health scare or loss of a job or a relationship or a marriage. And so when we remember that some of the things that seem to be the most difficult things in our life, they're not happening to us, they're happening for us. And from a higher perspective, your higher self, your soul knows this, knows that it's happening for you. I have a really dear family member who I'm very close to, that has never really been open to spirituality and channeling and consciousness work because they've had a very solid Christian faith and practice their entire life. And that's really worked for them. And so while they have always been very supportive of me, maybe didn't really understand what channeling was or what this connection to a grander viewpoint or level of consciousness means or what it's like or even what it feels like. And they recently shared with me when their father died, they had come home from the hospital and were laying in bed. And all of a sudden this peace came over them. And he heard his father say, be in peace, all is well, I am here. And in that experience, that knowing, that vibration, that just absolutely undeniable presence of his father allowed him to then navigate the time that followed without any grief, really from a state of peace. And so is that magic? Is that a miracle? Yeah, it is if you choose for it to be, if that is your perspective and how you perceive things. But it is also such a deep healing within us when we recognize that the end here is not the end of anything. And the end of anything here doesn't mean the end of you, right? And so the more you raise your perspective and your awareness, the more you expand what you believe and know is possible for you, the more you open up and you allow the source energy that is always supporting you 
to orchestrate miracles, divine orchestration, magic, synchronicities, all sorts of incredible things for you. Absolutely. And whether you've asked the question, who am I before and found your answers, or whether you're asking the question now in your own life experience, I want to invite you today to allow yourself the potential that maybe the answer is that you are the magic and you are the miracle. And all that remains for you to invite more into your life is to be more of who you are and allow that to flow through and to start to recognize all the ways that magic and miracles are showing up big and small everywhere, all over your experience. And by inviting, by recognizing them, you'll invite them even more. Yeah. And it truly is as simple as a shift in your perspective. Anytime we want to change something in our life, if you're part of our master's class community, you've heard me say this a lot lately, start thinking about change as something different. Don't think about change because we have this heaviness with the word change. I need to change my body. I need to change my money situation. I need to change my relationship or, oh no, things are changing or, oh, how do I navigate all these changes or these big changes? One simple thing that has absolutely been transformative for me is the awareness of shifting from the word change to the word create. I'm navigating through creation. What's being created in my life? What big experiences of creation? What am I creating? When you want to change something, shift it to what do I want to create? When we think we need a thinner, healthier body or something's wrong with us, I need to change it means that you're in judgment that is something about you that is wrong or bad or not good or not good enough. And it keeps us in this constant perspective that we're not good enough. We're not enough yet. We haven't done enough. We're not good enough. Whether it's in a relationship, whether it's with your family, whether it's money, whether it's health, whether it's a job, when you're constantly looking at what do I need to change in order to be enough? What do I need to change in order to be uh, worthy? Keeps us in this cycle of unworthiness and constantly looking at what's wrong with us, which then reflects to us what, what we don't like about others, what others don't like about us. And it's just this continual uh, loop that we get stuck in. When you make the simple shift to creation is always occurring. Energy is never created nor destroyed. It's just moving into different experiences of creation. We are moving through creative energy, the creative field, the creative source. Energy is always, always, always creating. And nature shows us this. So when you make that shift to from change, catch yourself when you hear yourself say that word and shift it to create. What do I want to create here? How do I want to navigate through what I'm creating? What big experiences do I want to create? Or what little everyday miracles do I want to create in my life or open up to? It's a shift in perspective. When you think about it from this vantage point, when you're focused on creating and what you want to create, it's from a place of fullness. It's from an empowered place. You can feel empowered. What do I want to create? I want to create greater health and well-being. I want to create more prosperity and abundance. I want to create more joy. I want to create more love. You create from your wholeness and your fullness. And that's a really empowered feeling. And when you move yourself into a level of consciousness where you're empowered, when you are aligned with the source energy that creates worlds, you begin to open up this field of consciousness that is you. You are a force field of consciousness that is made up of particles of infinite creation that are always responding to you, always, based on how you are perceiving yourself and the world around you. So if you live in a magical, miraculous world, you will begin to start perceiving all the things in your life that are beautiful and magical and miraculous. One of the really simple things is, is starting to notice all of the beauty, right? We talk a lot in personal development and spirituality about appreciation. Appreciation is the enjoyment of the good, not just sitting around and thinking about what you're grateful for, 
but actually appreciating, enjoying the enjoyment of all the good in your life, all of the beauty in your life, all of the things that are magical and miraculous in your life. And when you start to shift your perspective on that, literally the particles of infinite creation that are in this force field of consciousness that is you begin to respond to you. Your consciousness attracts energy. Your consciousness attracts divine orchestration. Your consciousness draws magic and miracles to you. And from this place, we get more of what we are. We can't be in the lack of something. We can't be creating a gap waiting for something. And in the same vibration of receiving it and allowing it. So when you come into that place of knowing, you get more of what you are. It's just an expansion. You don't have to create the lack of anything in order to experience more joy, more beauty, more abundance, and more well-being in your life. So I'm going to pause for a second, Sarah Elizabeth. I'm thinking you maybe have some questions here or something to add. Well, I was going to say that we're already getting comments that just sim- that simple shift to from change to create already feels better and more empowering. So we're mm-hmm. so glad that that's helpful for you all already. That's why we're having these fireside chats. So I don't think either of us has a fire today. So <laughs> um, <laughs> a little it, toasty here for a fire it, today. <laughs> it is a little toasty. It is a little toasty here for a fire today as well. Um, but we were talking about navigating through creation. And one of the questions that the council has offered that we can use in our lives is, I wonder how this is happening for me. And not from a space of trying to figure it out, but allowing yourself to be open to how whatever the experience is might be happening for you. And you don't need to know how, many times you actually won't even know how, but I am confident that nearly everyone, if not everyone who's here with us today has had an experience in their life that they thought something had gone horribly wrong. And then looking back on it, that adage of hindsight is twenty twenty, you recognize that that was actually the best possible thing that could have occurred, even though in the moment you didn't think that it was. And so that shift in perspective, just letting yourself stay open, stay curious and stay um, inviting and the energy of inviting magic and miracles. And so maybe today, maybe this next week or month, you walk around and think, hmm, I wonder what magic is afoot. I wonder what miracles I haven't even noticed yet today. Oh, it's going to be fun to see how this, how this plays out. And we had a really lovely question about how to align to the wisdom that, that we're talking about while it seems like other people in your world are either trying to take advantage of you or whatever the set of circumstances might be. So I would invite you to use those same simple shifts in perspective and not try to go too far with it too fast. Give yourself a break. Be kind to yourself. The council is always talking to us about how do you know that that wasn't the best possible thing, even though you thought that it wasn't. Anything you want to add for that, Sarah? I love that you brought this up. It has been life-changing for me in those moments where I may be in reaction to something. Something is happening and my reaction is, oh no, this is terrible. What's going on? Why is this happening? It is in that moment that you catch yourself and you take a breath and you choose because you do have this choice. This is happening for me. How is this happening for me? And the moment you make that choice, you open up to start seeing the blessings, to see the gifts. You open yourself up and you allow yourself to start on this pathway of of seeing what potential positive things could come from this. I shared this story recently of a friend of mine whose spouse was going in for a a very serious cancer surgery. And this cancer had come back uh, several times and they were a bit overwhelmed by the doctor's preparation in, in letting them know all the things that could go wrong. And having been through this three times before and now going in for this very difficult surgery, we were having a conversation the day before and I was just 
doing this practice that I call of holding space, just going into my heart, not even trying to come up with an answer for her, just loving her and holding space. And all of a sudden I could hear the council and the council's awareness. And they said, ask her what the gift of this has been. And in, in my own awareness, I'm thinking, that's kind of a crazy question, right? To ask someone whose spouse is facing very serious cancer uh, diagnosis. And I said to her, you know, I wanna ask you something and it's gonna sound kind of crazy, but what I'm hearing is that there's a gift in this for you, that there has been a gift in this. How has this been happening for you? In what ways has this been a gift? And it may seem like the opposite of how we might think to deal with situations like disease or cancer or even a divorce or an end of a relationship, right? We all jump on the bandwagon when we're, when we're in an unconscious state. And I know I've done this myself of, oh no, that's terrible. Instead of staying conscious, staying present, staying in your power, staying apart, taking a deep breath, putting some space around yourself and choosing to see the blessings and how this has been happening for you, how this could be happening for you. And it changes the entire reality. This is the power that you have to stay conscious and present in the moment, to elevate your perspective, to elevate your awareness, and therefore create a new reality for yourself and anyone else who may be wanting, willing, and able to play in that reality with you. And she sort of laughed at me first that, uh, yeah, that does seem like a crazy question, but pretty quickly she started saying, you know, I can see where this, this was a gift and I can see where this was a gift and I can see where this never would have happened, uh, this particular experience. And so we just started having this conversation about what are the positive things that has come from this? And long story short, it was a very, very successful surgery and everything went uh, exactly uh, as she desired it to go. And yet this is available to us all the time. So when we do that, truly, that is the energy. Raising our consciousness through raising our own awareness, staying present in the moment, that is what allows magic and miracles to come. It is a state of consciousness. Living a miraculous life, living a magical life is a state of consciousness. It doesn't mean you have more money than anyone else. It doesn't mean you're better than anyone else. It doesn't mean that uh, you have some advantage that someone else has. It's a choice you make to live your life consciously and to live your life from a state of consciousness where you choose magic and miracles in your life every day. And the more you celebrate the things that may seem so simple, I'll tell you just a funny thing that happened to me for me. <laughs> See, I even practice my own stuff. Uh, happened for me. Uh, I got a notice that I had to have an inspection done on something in my house. And it was due about eight days after I got this inspection. And I, my first thought, I was like, well, I don't really have time to get this done. You know, okay, well, I'll get it done. And again, just kind of choosing to stay in the flow about it, called somebody to come out and do the inspection. And they asked if I had this particular box and I'm out with a friend looking for this box that needs to be inspected that I never would have been out looking for, obviously. All of a sudden, I realized that this beautiful tree in my yard that I had never noticed out, out front of my gate, out by my driveway, had ginormous grapefruits, ginormous, beautiful, amazing grapefruits. And I'm sitting there just in awe that I never knew this tree was there and how beautiful it was. And I couldn't believe the grapefruits on it. It just didn't even seem real to me. It just didn't even seem real. It was so magical. We pulled one off the tree, we came inside, we ate this beautiful grapefruit. That is, to me, magic 
it's miraculous it's amazing and when you celebrate things as simple as that because i can tell you if i were to explain it the energy i felt the vibration i felt the excitement i felt the 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 just joy that's the vibration you're going for that's what leads to that state of consciousness that really opens you up to inspiration we all desire more of the inspired action the joy the divine orchestration the synchronicities and the serendipitous moments it's the vibration of pure joy that aligns you with magic miracles divine orchestration coming to you does that make sense I think it's very well said and someone has commented, it's just such a habitual response and that's exactly right. And you, you went right into how the council has, has talked with us about just becoming consciously aware of when you're unconsciously holding yourself in lack and limitation. And as you, it's be kind to yourself, be open, be laugh about it. Oh, that's just silly. There I go again not in a judgmental way, because it's just your experience and it is a habit and it can take some time to make a shift and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with, with playing your way. In fact, I would say it's very much the way we all intended to come and play our way through the shifts, the creations, the changes, whatever words you might wanna use or not use, use what feels good to you. Um, but playing our way through all of this and then noticing those small, subtle things can really, really make a difference. Now, acknowledge and appreciate the big things too. And like Sarah said, appreciation has so much more to it than just, you know, oh, writing down things you're grateful for, listing things you're, you're appreciative of, but really feeling that flow of energy because magic and miracles in your life for me, a magical, miraculous life is really a life in the flow where you're eager and inspired. And all that means is that for me, all that means is I'm clear about where I want to go and what I want to do. And it's exciting. And even if it's a subtle, simple thing, it's not important that it's not some big grand inspiration to create some incredible empire that's going to help and change the world in this miraculous way because miracles aren't just the kind of thing that we think about or maybe at least I grew up thinking about being miraculous a, a spontaneous recovery or something like that the fact that you can step outside and walk has anybody ever thought about this? I'm kind of odd I guess because movement is a huge part of my experience as a dancer and an aerialist and when I get frustrated with myself over not being able to do some, let's be real, crazy, masterful thing that is kind of wild that anyone can do, I think the number of things that have to happen in my brain, in my body, for me to even walk and walk coordinated down the street with no trouble, that's a lot of things. That's an everyday miracle. It's a moment to moment miracle. The fact that you can't do anything about it, but the sun's coming up and going down every day, our planet's in the perfect place and everything's in great harmony and it's always rebalancing itself very, very beautifully. And our bodies are doing the same thing. I love this. And it brings things back into perspective for me. And then I laugh to myself and you know, go on about creating whatever movement thing that I'm doing. And usually it gets better. And even if it doesn't, it's not a big deal. I'm more lighthearted about it and I'm enjoying it even more. Now, someone in our chat brought up something really important, which is, okay, but how do you do this when you have a lot of pain and whatever you do, you focus on the joy and you're really, really trying, but it's hard. And I just wanna take a moment to acknowledge that that is one of the most difficult things because unlike some subject out there or some experience that maybe you can find an easier moment not to think about it and not to focus on it, so thereby not to amplify it, having an experience inside your body where you are that feels like it doesn't stop can be very, very difficult. It's a lot like being in a really crowded, loud space and just wanting to be away from that where you can quiet your mind. So 
I'd like to take a moment to talk about magic and miracles and that, because if you can find a few seconds to just be easy on yourself, to just relax a little bit, to breathe a little deeper and feel just a tiny bit better in your body, that's magical. And the magic of your breath is huge. Sarah, what would you add to that? Well, I, I love what you said and it, it ties into something you mentioned where you were saying, I'm, I'm clear on where I'm going. And a lot of people aren't clear on where they're going or what they want. And usually it's because we're being really, really, really specific. Thinking that we have to be really specific or thinking that there's something we're supposed to do. And when you can just ask yourself in that moment, what is it that I want? And let it be general, even to what we talked about earlier, what is it in this moment I want to create? So to our friend who's in a lot of pain, when you are, when we're in resistance, you know, pain is one of those things that when you're in pain, it tends to get all of your attention and you want the pain to stop. We're reacting to it. We're in resistance of it. And that really adds a lot of density to our being. It's heavy to carry that resistance and that reaction energy, that stuck energy. It doesn't allow our, our vibration to naturally flow the way it's meant to. And therefore the energy that is what would create the health and well-being uh, and ease and peace that you're looking for. So no matter what is going on in your life and what magic and miracles might mean to some person might mean something different to you. There's no right or wrong answer here. I would say magical and miraculous for all of us is more love, more joy, more peace, more well-being, more play, more laughter, more creativity, more abundance, more freedom, more beauty, more harmony in our life. Any and all of those things are magical. And so in a moment where you're feeling pain, whether it's physical or emotional or mental or financial or whatever it is, the first question is, what do I want to create? What do I want? What do I want to create? And the answer can be as simple as more peace or peace or ease. So when Sarah said, I'm clear on what I want or where I'm going. No matter where you are, you can be clear, no matter how general it is, on what it is that you want to create more of in your life. I use the word more because you already have some peace in your life. You already have some joy in your life. You already have some abundance in your life. You already have some well-being in your life. Or you wouldn't know that you wanted more of it. When someone says to me, and, and usually financial things, when someone wants more money, why do you want more money? When we really get to the essence of it, it's freedom because they've tasted freedom. They've had a day where they got to do what inspired them and what they wanted to do and what they want to create all day. And they want more of that. So it's already there within you somewhere. It's just shifting your perspective to focus on that and align with that in order to draw more of that to you into your experience. So if you're in physical pain, the first thing is, as Sarah Elizabeth said, stop and take a deep breath. I'm telling you, I am one of those people years and years and years ago who read The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. I love Eckhart Tolle, but I was in the corporate world and I was super goal oriented. And I'm like, I don't know how this is going to make me more successful or more happy. And I, I didn't even finish the book the power of now. <laughs> Fast forward, I'm telling you, there is no other power <laughs> greater than the power of now and being in the moment. And our breath, so simple, stop, close your eyes, and take three deep breaths. Because when you take the first breath, you go, okay, yeah, that doesn't work. I'm still kind of in pain. Take the second breath. 
You might even feel a little agitated. But that time you take that third breath, you can feel your body just begin to relax and come into the moment a little bit more. So the first step when you notice you're in resistance and reaction, just stop, close your eyes. If it feels good to put your hand on your heart, do so. And take three deep breaths. And hear me <laughs> when I say three, because it's really important to take those three really deep breaths. And then ask yourself, what is it that I want to create? And if your body's in pain and the answer to that is ease, peace, then go into your heart and feel what peace feels like. Feel what ease feels like and start feeling for it until you can actually feel a little sense of peace and ease. You're focused now on the peace and the ease. And then, because you are a powerful creator and you are a powerful master, every single one of you, when you feel that peace in your heart and you begin to feel a little sense of alignment to it, you can then direct every cell in your body to start aligning to a state of peace. From the top of your head to the bottom of your feet and out your fingertips, you can just start directing every cell of your body to align with the vibration or the frequency of peace or ease. And then when you feel that your body, every little cell in your body is aligning to that vibration or that frequency of peace or ease, you can expand it from you as if it's a light coming from you. And you can focus that one foot around you in every direction. You can fill the room with this light and you can direct the particles of infinite creation around you to align with this state of peace or ease. And you will notice that you literally have shifted your reality through your perception and beginning to perceive the peace and the ease that is available to you. You then begin to notice that you have begun to create a reality that feels more peaceful and more ease. And if you get a few moments of your body feeling more peaceful, in that moment, your body is physically beginning to create greater ease and well-being. And the more you can stay in that energy and in that vibration, that space, the more every cell in your body begins to regenerate and rejuvenate and align with that vibration or that frequency of greater peace and greater ease. And the same is true with freedom, with love. You know, when, when someone says, I'm feeling so alone and I'm so isolated, I just want a partner or I want a, my soulmate or I want more love in my life. But inside of them, they're feeling alone, isolated, misunderstood, abandoned, right? When we think about vibration and frequency, you can't be in a state of isolation and abandonment and draw to you greater love and greater harmony and greater collaboration or cooperation or connection. When we find it within us because it is within you somewhere or you wouldn't want more of it, we begin to align our field with what it is that we want. And again, it is our consciousness that attracts energy. It's our consciousness that attracts divine orchestration. It is our consciousness, our perspective and how we're perceiving what we're focused on, our perception that is drawing the magic and the miracles and the manifestation and creation to you. Well said, Sarah. I think that's fantastic. And um, our friend who's been in pain is very appreciative. And I'm so glad that, that it's already feeling better for you. So accept that as magic and miracles already mm -hmm. happening in your life. And, and I invite all of you to accept that. You know, I'm just sitting here looking and I'm seeing South Africa and Austria, Australia, the United Kingdom, Mexico, places across the United States. How's that for magic and miracles? Here we all are converging together for this conversation. That's pretty magical to me.
the fact that we can connect all across the globe. And if you tune in for just a moment in the same way that Sarah was just talking about, you can actually feel the community, the collective across things here. And when it comes to magic and miracles, I think that there's a, there's a perfect question. I'm gonna look so that I get it just right. How do you find the balance between taking action and acceptance and surrender? And this is where I really think the magic is. And the council would talk about letting it be choiceless. That's what inspired action really is, allowing it to be so clear that you're practically doing it before you even know that you're doing it, whatever it is, and following your path. That's exactly what I was talking about earlier when I just, I'm going and I know where I'm going. And my dog is the absolute best at this. And he will wait for things to be choiceless. He'll come out to the street sidewalk and he'll look around and I know he's feeling for energy and I know that he's way better at it than I am for sure, but allowing it to be choiceless. And so I would say finding the balance to me between, you know, taking action and allowing and surrender is really recognizing what your part is in the flow of all of that. And I believe that's to move forward when it's clear and to trust yourself to wait when it's not. And now focusing yourself into a place where you can, can move forward in something that's really important to you. I don't think there's anything at all off about that because doing whatever it is that brings you into a state of greater joy, greater appreciation so that you're clear and you can receive those impulses a little more readily because the magic and miracles are there whether you're tuned into them or not, right? They're all around us all day, every day. And so focusing yourself into that place, I think that's fantastic. And whether for you that's journaling or meditation or walking out in nature or playing with your pet or playing with your children or you know whatever it might be, let that be a practice that you gift yourself regularly and really give yourself the spaciousness of that so that you can live in the magic and the miracles. What would you add, Sarah? Wow, I, I, I love what you said and I'm just uh, so enjoying hearing your uh, perspective and your answer on that. I myself and a self-admitted uh, <laughs> former overdoer, massive determined action person, I'm gonna do it my time, my way, when I think it should be done, decide and just go do it person. And I'm pretty sure the council just let me run myself ragged till I <laughs> sort of got to this place where I, I had nothing left but to accept and surrender because all the things I was trying to push and force and make happen and do my time and my way were not coming together. And it was in those moments that I finally surrendered and just accepted, okay, I know, I'm, I know in the depth of my soul, I want to know that that whole idea that with God or with love, anything is possible. I always knew in my being this, anything and everything is possible for you thing. But I thought the way to that was to do, 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 uh, and take lots of action and, and make things happen. And I never would have thought that I, through the council teachings, would get to a place where I truly don't need to know. I can feel whether something's choiceless. It's just allowing it to happen in the divine right time, the divine right way. And in doing so, it always works out so much better than what I could have made happen or have figured out on my own. And I promise you, for those of you who are like I was and just thought, well, if I don't do something, nothing's going to happen. If you will really open and allow energy to serve you, what your job in all of this is, is to focus on doing the things that bring you joy, focus on the things you're curious about, focus on the things that you love, focus on what you're excited about, get excited about things, get prepared for them. What do you want more of in your life? 
what experiences do you want to have for you? For most of us, when we answer some of those questions, we make them really big out there things that are going to take five years or three years, or we're in such reaction that we can't go do that thing we want to have the experience of today, that we end up just pushing and forcing energy where we think it should go. And that's one of the things the council will say. Most of the time, you are trying to push and force energy where you think it should go instead of really being in the flow and allowing things to be choiceless. For me, choiceless, I'm usually halfway done with it before I realize that it became choiceless and I'm already doing it. I still do a lot, but it, it comes from a state of joy, harmony, peace, freedom, empowered. I'm doing what I choose to do because I love it and it's so joyful for me that it's just choiceless. And I had an experience of something that I was needing to write for our team and put together for our team and prepare for our team. And I had it on my calendar at a certain time. I need to do it, right? And in that moment, there was just no energy. And I thought, well, I can try to push and force energy here, but what is the experience I really want to have right now? And the experience I really wanted to have was to rest and take a bath and go to bed early. And I did. And the next morning I woke up and the inspiration was there. The flow was there. It got done in about 20 minutes. It was better than what I was going to do with the night before. And that is when things are just choiceless. But we don't trust that that energy is going to be there. So we try to push it and force it where we think it should go because we're in this experience of lack of time, lack of resource. It's the experience that we create of lack and limitation and separation that creates the perception that we need to make a decision and go do it. And it's still a practice all the time to catch myself instead of saying uh, that I need to decide. And whenever I'm in that energy of I need to decide, it means I'm creating lack of limitation. Whenever you are in this place where you are, I need to decide what I'm gonna do. On some level, you are creating lack and limitation through the way you're perceiving the situation. When you think you need to decide what you need to do, on some level, you, through your perspective of the situation, are creating lack, limitation, or separation, which is creating more struggle, more disharmony, frustration, resistance. Now you're as far as you could be from acceptance and surrender. So in those moments, just Accept the way it is right now. Whatever experience of lack and limitation you're creating, go to a higher perspective. Everything is always working out for me. There's only love. There is a power that is me, but also has a much grander perspective of this human experience and who you are and where you are and what's possible for you. And most of the time when we try to figure that out on our own, we just limit it. But when you will open and reconnect to that grander, greater part of you, focus on what brings you joy, focus on love, focus on choosing the experiences that you want to have for you here and now today. And one of the things that transformed my life faster than I ever could have thought possible was my transition from the corporate world of, you know, sitting in traffic, driving to the office, working in an office all day. Uh, coming home, working at night, working with wonderful people that I loved and having amazing clients, but not really doing the work I wanted to do in the world and not really knowing what that was. But in the channeled writing and automatic writing I was doing with the council, and when I was starting to bring in channeled messages from them, one of the processes and the tools they shared was when you wake up in the morning, ask yourself, what do I want to experience today? And imagine what it would be like before you ever get out of bed or you ever open your eyes. Imagine what it would be like to live your perfect life today. And in that moment, I didn't even know what my perfect life would be. But when I started shifting my perspective to start 
asking myself the question, what, what would it feel like to live my perfect life today? What, what experience do I want to have today? And these are the questions you ask yourself. What experience do I want to have today? What would my perfect day be if I were to live my perfect day today? And as I started to perceive that being possible, I started to create the vision of what that would look like in my life. And in a very short period of time, that became how I lived my life. Not because I took a whole bunch of determined action, pushed and made a bunch of decisions and worked really, really hard for years and years and years. But I began to implement this beautiful wisdom from the council in my life that allowed me to perceive something beyond that was possible, but it was simple. What do I want to experience today? What would it mean to live your perfect life today? And in the spirit of inviting in magic and miracles, what is something magical that you can create today? It may be as simple as taking some candles, putting them in a beautiful pattern, putting flower petals, lighting the candles, listening to a beautiful piece of music, and just really being in the moment of how magical that is, choosing to create your experience of magic here and now today. And if you will just make this little teeny step in that direction of starting to create magic and focusing on magic and miracles in your life, source, the divine, the, the source that creates worlds will begin to reorganize itself to deliver to you more beauty and more magic and more miracles in your life today and every day than you could ever possibly even think to ask for. Truly, I can tell you one of the messages from the council was if you will just live this, you will live a life beyond anything you could imagine possible for yourself. And I remember thinking, well, I have some pretty big ideas of what that should be. And yet I couldn't have imagined the love, the beauty, the joy, the collaboration, the community, the fun, the play, that has come from living this simple wisdom and doing exactly what they say, which is when we wanna create anything new, it's always about shifting your perspective, perceiving differently because of our perspective and how we're perceiving anything that's creating our reality. And so just listening to this conversation today, maybe it, opens up your awareness to start focusing on magic and miracles and more beauty in your life. And that's truly my intention with this work with the council is to provide you with the opportunity to explore a grander potential and possibilities to ask the question, what is the highest perspective for your life? What is the highest potential for your life? And only you can answer that question. But when you begin to know that there are infinite potentials and possibilities here for you, no matter who you are and where you are, you begin to open up and allow a whole lot of things into your life that could not have come when you were holding yourself in separation and lack and limitation. So, we are gonna share, uh, if you have never heard the channeled wisdom of the council, oh my gosh, I encourage you to give yourself the gift of listening to their beautiful wisdom. If you've heard us today, and this is the first time you've heard us, and you go to some of our other channeled videos or audios on uh, Sarah Landon Life at YouTube, you'll notice that my voice changes a little bit, the cadence of my speaking is a little bit different, but we're, we're, we're gonna post uh, one of my favorite messages, and I think one of Sarah Elizabeth's favorite messages from the council on a channeled message on inviting in 
more magic and miracles in your life. And it's from a channel that we did in our master's class program called um, I am the master, I am the magic, I am the miracle. And so look for that on our YouTube channel here. If you haven't already subscribed, you can go ahead and subscribe and, and like this and our other videos. And we will be posting shortly the complimentary channeled message that goes along with our conversation today uh, from the council on their perspective of inviting more magic and miracles into your life. So please join us for that. Uh, I've just loved this conversation today. Sarah Elizabeth, thank you for being here. Uh, I'll let you sort of close off with anything else that you'd like to add or share, uh, but this has been so fun. Thank you. You're so welcome and thank you. And thank you to you all who have brought your energy to this conversation today. Whether you just came to watch, you're watching on, you know, on the replay on YouTube or you've commented live and we've addressed one of your questions, you're with us. Don't doubt that for a moment. Um, I'd like to say, because I feel really inspired to say it, some of you may feel a little bit of resistance around the word surrender because it may feel to you like you have to give up to something that's outside of you. So I invite you to choose maybe the word allow and think of it as allowing all that you are and all that you want. So just allow, allow it all to flow through, allow yourself to be all that you are. And someone asked if there was more than one council. And I just wanna come back around to that and say, the council is, I would say, an ever evolving collective of our own greater consciousness coming together and Sarah, I'll let you share if it's different from your perspective since you're the one who brings their wisdom through, but it feels different in different groups with different questions. And they have this immense grand perspective that allows so much to come through that's bigger than all that we are. And they would say, we are you and you are us. And so it is. Yeah, that's a perfect answer. Thank you. Thank you everybody for being here. We're gonna continue doing these. Thank you for joining us for our very first episode. We're so happy you're here with us today. You can find many, many, many for more free resources at sarahlandon.com under free resources. There's plenty of audios and videos and different things that you can find there uh, as well as so many more um, free resources here on our YouTube channel, Sarah Landon Life. So uh, all of my love to all of you, one of the council's greatest teachings, you are everything you wish to be. You already are. And as Sarah Elizabeth said, just allow it all in. So thank you for being here. I love you all. Have a fabulous, wonderful, magical rest of your day.